Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing well. Doug Gottlieb Show is broadcasting live from Radio Row, site of the Final Four, in the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. So, it's one day in. One day in. By the way, with Major League Baseball, you got games yesterday and only five games today, and then the Final Four tomorrow. I don't... Does anybody understand why they're doing what they're doing? Uh, Baseball's still kind of searching, but I will say this. As much as it feels weird, right? You had like five times the number of stolen bases yesterday as you had last year during, uh, during opening day. As much as it feels weird, feels strange to watch baseball being played so differently, a, a pitch clock, as well as a, a, a time limit in which the batter has to be in the box, all of these things done. Like, the truth is we've seen these evolutions take place in other sports. I remember hockey. Yeah, hockey went through a phase where they didn't want fighting, and then they changed to, what, four-on-four four in, the, in the overtime periods. Uh, once they started, they started changing things to increase scoring to shorten the length of the game. Obviously, the NBA from the hand checking, you go back over a decade ago when they took hand checking, tried to take hand checking away. The process of doing it, remember, there were so many fouls called time and time again, but eventually they got to that place. 
And in football, you probably have to go back 15 years ago when they've, they've taken away any sort of you know, contact more than five yards down the field. It's since kind of regressed some, and it's a lot more physical. But the other change in football, right, college football, you can go three yards down the field with RPOs. And with the NFL, it's like a yard to a yard and a half. And because of it, it's really hard to read what a team's doing, passing or running, based upon the blocking scheme. All of these things were done with an emphasis of offense in mind, and that's when it was done in baseball, in addition to which they wanted to speed up the pace of play to shorten the length of the game. And I get it. Uh, Jason Stewart's like, wait a second, that, that's counterintuitive, right? That you want to increase scoring in offense, and yet you want to shorten the length of the game. I don't necessarily know. Some of the games were short yesterday. I don't know if it's, it's short in the length of the game, but it's got to be more exciting. And if it's shorter in the process, even better. And so far, so good. We're one day in. We don't need a large sample size to tell us exact details of how much shorter it is. But it is faster moving. It is shorter. It is more exciting. It is a win, at least for offense. And as much as many of us know, champion defense does, in fact, win championships. Offense gets more eyes. I don't know if it's too late for baseball. I don't know if we're so, we're so dyed in the wool, hey, baseball is boring, it's the past time, we're over it. I don't know if that's the case. But you have to at least try to change that narrative, and that's what they're doing. You have to at least try. Uh, Jay Stu, how much baseball did you actually watch yesterday? Um, I watched the whole Dodger game, and I caught a lot of the highlights, uh, that Hunter Renfro catch and the like. Um, and what I did see was uh, a faster pace. It was impressive that all the players are, are adhering to this. I think um, maybe Devers of the Red Sox, he became the first player to ever be caught out on strikes because he didn't adhere to the, the clock. But And that's going to happen, you know, a couple of things here and there. But um, as a traditionalist, as a guy who loves baseball, I like the effort to make it look like they're hurrying up and they're they're trying to get somewhere. I don't know if it's going to shorten the length of games. I think there's a lot of hung up on that, but the the I guess the image that there's urgency is is a good thing. And I'm all about stuff that makes the game more digestible and thriving and all that. So uh, I give uh, opening day and the new rules a thumbs up, Doug. Um, all right, Dan Beyer, how much baseball did you watch last night? Uh, very little. Uh, last night, zero. Uh, nada. Um, absolutely none. Um, but that's just me. Did you watch that Bucks beatdown? <laughs> that's a whole other story. Um, no, it's the same story. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... It, I, I mean, we can... Because we can, I, I, I got home and I was like... I, I flipped on. I was like, you know what? I want to do a better job. Of watch of, of being a little bit more into baseball, like I'm into these new rules. I'm into it. I I I think maybe there's a chance that the Angels have a decent season if they can keep Shohei and Trout healthy. Like who knows? So I start watching a little bit, and then I flip over, and I don't remember. It was I was in the first half. I was like, holy cow, this thing's out of control. What's going on? Well, yeah. maybe Giannis well, and those guys aren't playing. They were all playing, and they're getting beat by 40. I, yeah. I, I got a couple of things to say about baseball. And in full okay, disclosure, sorry, no, my garage door, I came home. It was, like, shaped in a trapezoid last night. So that was a good <laughs> good three hours of, of my evening last night. I ended up watching the replay of the Bucks massacre. But Major League Baseball sent out this tweet within the last hour talking about opening day uh, presented by Chevrolet. 
register the most watched day in MLB.tv history by 42%. So that was the, above the previous high. They also said that they had the largest online merchandise sales uh, in opening day history by 10%. And then the social media views were up 83% from a year ago. Feels like they're very cherry-picking a lot of numbers, but trying to prove how great opening day was. Here's my issue with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that you got to look at even what, what NASCAR tries to do a little. They're similar in the fact they've got very long seasons, and they're Super Bowls at the start of the year. Like that's the, Their biggest day is opening day, Daytona, same thing. It's the five games today thing, and I, I know why they do it. They do it because, the, as you mentioned yesterday, Doug, the weather is so crappy in certain places that they need the flexibility to be like, okay, if this team is in town and they can't play on Thursday, then they need to play on Friday. Well, they need to then figure out a schedule for opening day that makes sure that you, you pretty much get every game in. And so to, to not capitalize, like, you know, coming in today, I thought, oh, there's going to be a full slate of day baseball. Correct. I thought the same thing. Make it a full weekend. May, you know, like, grab this weekend for what it is, because all you did is you just took a random Thursday. And again, as we said in March, it's not even the, it's a, it's the end of the week. Like, it's not even like a fresh start beginning. It just their intentions are, you know, are, are real. But to like to play it out how they have to. You're going to have to risk it. You know, make this a full weekend celebration of the opening of baseball. Well, like, 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 look at the games today, right? Tell me what they all have in common. Miami, Houston, San Diego, L.A., Seattle. Those are all the home teams. Yep. Right? So they scheduled all of those games will go off, right? Yes. They just will. Seattle's got a roof. So, yep. Yeah. So Seattle's got a roof. Miami's got a roof. Houston's got a roof. Okay, and then San Diego and, and L.A., the chances of a rainout are very, very slim. Although with this winter, who actually knows? Sure. Right? Who, who, who knows? Um, I, and my proposal yesterday was like, this is not that hard. Okay, so you have those five. You have Texas has a roof. I don't know why Oakland got rewarded with a with a series, you know, like I, but whatever. Like the Angels should be playing at home as well as Oakland, right? The likelihood of, uh, of rain. Either you have a roof or you're in predominantly a warm weather city or you don't get to host a game. And that way you have all the games and it's completely loaded up. And it's a celebration of the sport. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. They do, they do really good things. By the way, the whole digital presence being part of it is they've always had, you know, they've never had great social media views. I'm sure part of it is it's much easier and more people are shopping online than ever and more people are watching MLB.tv than ever, right, because of some new streaming deals and some new avenues of it and increases the number. So I'm, I'm not saying that the reality isn't that more people are watched. I think gambling being legalized in so many states has something to do with it. But I also think that, like, yeah, it's like, well, we got more votes than ever. There's more people voting. Than yeah, ever. you had more games, more teams. Everybody played yesterday. And that's like the problem. Like, like even in NASCAR, you've got your duels on Thursday, and then you know you got your other races leading up on Friday and Saturday. But like, there's you know it's it's still kind of an event, and while maybe not the full public is locked in on it, um, it still is is more than just a one-off day. 
And that's what it felt like. Like, I, you know, I encourage the effort of trying to make opening day even bigger than, you know, what it normally is. And I think they did that. I just think that they completely dropped the ball. Like, there's no, po- there's no reason why the Diamondbacks, Doug, should be playing in L.A. None. They can host their no, own game. They, they can host their own game. Yep. I, like I said, warm weather and you ha- or you have a dome or both, you get to host a game. And then you have a full slate. This is not that hard. And now with interleague play being as prevalent as it is with the you schedule. You can schedule whoever you want. Yeah, all teams play each other this year. So there's not even that like, well, we've got this. I mean, yeah, you can go around and you can find – Think you could find 15 ballparks and figure out a way, and then just make it a make it a full weekend. And then for those road teams, you know, maybe then next weekend is their celebration because it's their home opener. But it just I, seemed like I, such I, a letdown I, today. Yeah, I even I even think I even think th- those. I just like look the first couple series, you know, until we get to mid April, that's what we're going to be doing, and that's what you get for not building a dome in your home park. And maybe you end up benefiting more from it because more people are coming to see baseball games then. Fox Sports. Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Snug Olive Show here on Fox Sports Radio, live from the Tyrac.com studios. 
Mark Dominic spent over 20 years in the front offices of the National Football League. Scouting director, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He joins us as uh, we creep closer and closer to the NFL draft. Uh, Anthony Richardson has a pro day. Um, he looked every bit of the physical freak that we knew he was. He's got incredible arm strength. But what, what do you take from his, his pro day, Mark? Well, I liked it. I think he just kind of built on what we saw at the Combine. And Anthony continues to say, hey, look, keep me in the discussion with these other quarterbacks. I don't think he's still in the discussion with Stroud. I don't think he's still in the discussion with Bryce Young. I think it starts to get interesting with Will Levis a little bit. But I think Anthony Richardson, you know, it comes down to those uh, visits you're allowed to have as an organization where you fly in players and they can spend 24 hours here in your organization and you just kind of really get to understand how he learns and how he recollects and those kind of things. And then the hardest part about quarterbacking is watching them process. And we've seen players that can't process and we've seen players that can. And that's why we miss on players because of the processing speed. And it's almost impossible to put it all together. But, you know, a lot of stuff that guys are doing now with uh, – a virtual reality is trying to give us a better interest or in, insight to that kind of conversation, too. I'm, I'm sure some of it is the intangibles you're looking for, which are really hard. But what about the tangibles? What about the accuracy issues? When you watch him throw, um, how fixable are any of the flaws? Yeah, I think he's got. I think he's got ability to be fixed because I think he's just working with his footwork and where his arm is. Um, you know, Brock Purdy's a prime example of a guy that really didn't throw a great ball a year ago. And then worked his entire offseason. And I would probably put, you know, maybe him with the same quarterback coach. I know he's out of Jacksonville. I'm trying to remember the name as I sit here and talk to you, Doug. But there's a guy in Jacksonville worked with Brock Purdy all year. Uh, as his, as a, from when he got drafted to when he actually got to play for the 49ers and improved him. And I think if you'd have seen that Brock Purdy in college, you'd have said, not the Mr. Irrelevant, you'd have said maybe fourth or fifth round pick based off of athleticism. So I think you can work on some of this. And I'm, I'm you know, you got to look at it both ways. I remember. I was a fan of Zach Wilson in terms of, like, I thought he was a really accurate quarterback in college, and that's turned up to be the opposite for his career. So I think this is something you can work on. And, you know, I think the perfect fit is the Seattle Seahawks at five. Because they have Geno and he doesn't have to play right away? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, let Geno Smith play this year. Let Richardson pick up some games, maybe in scrub or backup situations where he gets real snaps. But you got Geno for one year or two years while you develop Anthony Richardson in Seattle and Pete Carroll and John Schneider. They don't usually pick up there in top five. They've got this because of a trade that's worked out tremendously well for them. So now you've got your quarterback for the now. Now pick up a young quarterback for the future. I think it's a perfect timing. Um, okay, if I put it to you, Stroud or Bryce Young, now we have a, a, even more data being collected. Where would you be if you were Carolina? I'm still Bryce Young, and I know I'm risking a lot based off of the weight of the player, but I just love the player. And, and I really do like Stroud the Young Man and what he's all about as well, but I just think Bryce Young has every attribute except uh, he doesn't have a great uh, frame in terms of weight, but I think his heart makes up for it. And so I'm going to go Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud, number one overall. Where does C.J. Stroud fit best? I still think he goes to Houston. I still think it makes sense. Um, you know, could he end up at number four because there's some surprise with uh, Will Levis or somebody falls in love even more with Anthony Richardson? Possible. But I really think uh, C.J. Stroud ends up as a Houston Texan. That's the voice of Mark Dominic. He spent over 20 years in NFL front offices and scouting, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, so now everything we thought about Lamar Jackson has ended up becoming true. 
right? Everything we thought has <laughs> ended up becoming true, right? He wants more money guaranteed than, uh, than, uh, than Deshaun Watson. We knew that to be true. That's really what it comes down to. And the Ravens offered him really going rate, three for 133. Again, this is by his own Twitter handle. So that, that means it was probably a five-year deal. The first three years were guaranteed. He's non-exclusive tag to this point. Nobody's made an offer. Uh, if you're the Ravens, how do you proceed? You proceed with caution, meaning like you try to play everything very close to the bets. You don't disrupt the apple cart. You make sure that you're still trying to talk to Lamar about a deal because you realize that this is more and more every day we get close to the draft, the faster and the more likely that Lamar Jackson stays a Raven and the Ravens find a way to kind of figure this out. You know, you talk about that three for 133. You know, I, I think there's got to be a point where you just do, if you're Lamar Jackson, do a three-year deal. He just turned 26, like in January. So he's still really young for an NFL player, especially at the quarterback position. So if you can do a three-year deal, and in the Kirk Cousin mindset, say, hey, look, he did it, you know, for whatever it was, almost 90. Now it's 2023. Let's do the three for 133, fully guaranteed, and just be done. And then we'll play, we'll figure it out from there. And I think that's the real balancing point or I think the, 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 the meeting spot because no one is going to pay Lamar Jackson more guaranteed money than what Deshaun Watson got. I just don't think it's going to happen. And I even don't think it happens in two years from now if he plays all the way to free agency. It could because it moved to a different cap. But, you know, I just I don't think that that's going to happen. And when he says that or when that news comes out, I should say, uh, I think it even pushes clubs that might have interest a little bit further away because you're buying what you think you're going to get. And Lamar Jackson, he hasn't been able to prove he can stay healthy. He's proved he can be great, but he hasn't proved he can be healthy. Um, can you can you put that guy back in your locker room? You know, because even though you're going to pay him forty five million dollars a year if you if you take that level of deal, there is the yeah, but you know he wanted to be traded, he wanted out, it got kind of ugly, and a lot of this is because you don't have the agent. What's the dynamic like of putting a guy like that back in the locker room? I don't think it's as bad as we might think. You know, a lot of players stay, you know, stay out of the other man's bag. I mean, that's what a lot of players say and think. Um, I don't think anybody's going to feel bad for him. I don't think Lamar Jackson's going to feel terrible if he's making 45 a year for the next three years, even though, you know, there's other quarterbacks making more money. And I don't think he'll sulk about it. You know, he's a pretty quiet kid, if you think about it, for the most part. He's, he's been quiet. I just think he's really, when you need an agent, in these last this last month, and now you go to Twitter about the 133. You go to Twitter about injuries. You go to Twitter, or you talk to people about more guaranteed money to Sean Watson. These are all things that aren't helping your case if you're Lamar Jackson. You're not building this fan base because oh, I feel bad for him. You're actually disenfranchising yourself from people going, "What are you doing?" And so, uh, you know, the one percent it would cost for an agent, it's costing him a lot more than that than, than he realizes. I, I tend to agree with you. If you're indie, what do you do in terms of trying to get something done there? Because I've, you know, you have these people like, well, you know, after the draft, you like, you got to draft somebody. You got to, you got to figure out your situation before the draft because there's no promises anything will come come to with one player after the draft. No, you're right. And again, the thing is, if you play the indie card, right, and the people that are saying, well, just wait till after the draft that we give up a pick next year. Don't forget, the Baltimore Ravens still can match the offer. So now you don't have a quarterback. Now you're suddenly like, well, we got Gardner Minshew and let's go. And 
you know, you, and Chris Ballard, who'd be on his, I think, fifth or sixth quarterback already, probably gets himself in a little bit of heat because you'd think, man, he can't get these things right. Um, and he's got to be aware of that. So, I mean, you can wait till after the draft, but you don't necessarily get the player because the Ravens can still match the offer and, and keep him as a Baltimore Raven. Uh, so that all being said, I don't believe that's as smart a decision. I still think that there might be some internal discussions, and I think you're trying to weigh that versus what does it take to go to three. And, you know, the part we don't know is how much do they like Will Levis, how much do they like Anthony Richardson. And, uh, you know, that kind of a mode really kind of determines how much do we want to push to go see if Lamar Jackson can make the, we can make this work. Mark Dominic joined us. Of course, he was the former general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He spent his life in front offices in, in football. He joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Austin Eckler, incredibly valuable part of the Chargers. They have him for one year, $6 million in change. They want to keep him, but not at the rate that he wants. Um, they said, hey, you can go shop and find your own deal if you think somebody's going to pay you. You know, upwards of you know twelve, thirteen million per year. Um, what do you do if you're Eckler and that deal doesn't present itself? Well, I think this is why Austin has an agent. I think what you do is you go back to the Chargers and you find out if there's a way to do what's called a non-likely to be earned or not likely to be earned, and come up with some categories where maybe Austin can move that six million to eight, nine, or ten based off of his performance in 2023. And it doesn't go against the Chargers cap because it's something he hasn't done before. So hypothetically, in just taking random numbers, in 2022, let's say Austin Eckler ran for 1,200 yards. I could write him an incentive that says, I will pay you another million dollars if you rush for 1,201 or more yards. Now, because he's never done that before in the last year, that becomes a non-likely to be earned. And so it doesn't go against your salary cap, but it's a way to get the player more money, and you're not mad about paying for that kind of production. So it's a way to kind of bridge the gap by making sure that you still get the high production instead of just going, well, we'll just give them $2 more million, everything will be fine. No, let's do it on an incentive base because you did sign the deal a couple of years ago for where we're sitting. And so, you know, you give them the opportunity to see if you can find it. If not, I'm working with the Chargers to find out if I can kind of find that middle ground of incentives that maybe can make up some difference and then my, my players in a different spot when free agency hits in 2024. Deshaun Watson. Uh, I mean, it's not Deshaun Watson. Sorry, I'm, uh, Nuke Hopkins. Um, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, kind of same thing, although different part in his career, you know, frustrates people with without because he doesn't like to practice a ton, uh, but a very productive player when he plays. Of course, last year, you know, two years ago, you had the injury. Last year, you had the PED suspension. And now he's searching for a team. and He makes a, a lot of money. What would your level of interest be? And, and I know that the money is like everybody says, would you take DeAndre Hopkins? Well, what what does the salary look like? What's it like from that GM chair when you could use a talent like DeAndre Hopkins, but he makes a lot of money and there's a lot of unknown there? Yeah, I think we saw that, you know, the Cowboys said, look, we're going to give up a lower round draft pick and get Brandon Cooks and, and have, you know, the Texans pay for a lot of the salary. You know, to take on the big, it's, it's always hard before the draft because you're looking at the draft board going, you know, there still are, you know, five, six, seven, eight receivers here that we really think can be an impact. You know, if I draft them in the first or second round, maybe even early in the third. And do I do that or do I take this huge salary and get a known commodity, but also maybe not the, the zero point, maybe the best practice player? It's a lot harder to trade for receivers, um, I think, from time to time, just because uh, a little bit older in his career, he's 10 years in, still a great football player. There's no debate about that. Some of the strongest hands we've ever seen in the NFL, in my opinion. 
Um, but I just think that because the money's so big, it's very hard to find that team that needs him. And when I look around the National Football League and try to put the right team in place, it's not like it's an easy fit for me either mentally. I, I still feel like it's like, you know, what what's the right spot for him? You know, is it a place like Detroit that no one thinks about? Possibly, just because. But uh, they've got such a deal or a, a, lo- a low deal on Jared Goff. But, you know, I just don't find a, a trade partner to be easily had because he's not looking to take any money off the table, and I don't know if the, if the Arizona Cardinals want to buy off some of that contract as well. You, you mentioned the wide receivers in this draft, okay? Uh, Quinton Johnson and Jordan Addison, by many people's accounts, the, the top two guys. Um, as, as you break this down, who do you think has the best chance to have the biggest impact early in their career? I just think Jackson Smith, uh, I think he's just such a great player at Ohio State. He's been before the combine at the end of the season. He's been my favorite receiver in this draft class. And as much as I like some of the other ones, I just think that he runs the best routes by far of any receiver coming into this draft class. And he still has really good, good football speed and even better speed, I think, when he has pads on. And so I love Jackson Smith. I just think that he's ready to go. I know he had a frustrating year with the injury and wasn't the production that he was looking for, but I think everything else about him gets me very fired up that I think I could put him in there week one and he's going to be able to beat people like other Ohio State players <laughs> come into the National Football League and look very good in their first year. Mark, you're the best, man. Incredible information and insight. We really appreciate you joining us. Thanks again for being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Have a great weekend. Alright, that's Mark Dominic. He does an awesome job. Joins us every week. Of course, uh, all, all, all over the front offices of the National Football League for 20 years, a former general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's that's what it's really like when you're sitting next to a GM and you're kind of going through some of these prospects. Stuck Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, let's play for you our Progressive Insurance Play of the Day. Progressive is making things even easier. They help you bundle your home, your car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. All right, this was... Uh, this was what last night uh, the Angels Hunter Renfro made a no look catch in the bottom of the fifth inning. Take a listen. Got turned around and somehow still made the catch. What was that? Hunter Renfro, kind of a no look catch. He went over to Kevin Mitchell, but this time he used a glove instead of the bare head. And he's still smiling, so is Shohei. That was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, w- w- uh, John, you you had a you had a prevailing thought on this. That, that was the call on Bally Sports West Television. The, what I saw on Twitter was just all. The first thing I saw was Hunter Refro with this great catch, and I'm like, oh, let me check it out. So I checked it out, and to me, it was a lucky catch. That's what it should have said. It should have said Hunter Refro with the lucky catch in a. A great catch is when you like follow the ball all the way and then you die for it or you jo- jump over the, the, the fence and take the ball back. He literally never saw the ball, I don't think. It just threw his hand backwards and the ball went into his glove. It, I think it was a little bit of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When you false advertising would be the word I was looking for. Uh, not saying, I just think he happened to be in the vicinity. If that happened nine more times, I think he never touches that ball. <laughs> Another nine times the ball comes at him, but he did catch it that he one did. time. He did, he did catch it, and it was it was an amazing catch. But it was, I think, luck would be higher than amazing for me on that play. You okay, um, it's okay. It's okay to admit that you're lucky sometimes. Uh, Jay Stu, whose opinion do you share more, mine or his? 
Well, you know, having played the sport, I've got a, <laughs> I've got a unique angle on this. And, and I will say this. Uh, people have been claiming, and I heard John before the show say this, that he took a, a bad angle on the ball. I wouldn't say that. I mean, he, he did all he could do. I think he threw his glove up there just in case it went in. It was a double. And he just put his glove up there, and it went in. It was like just one of those coincidental moments. Very lucky. So I'm right in between. I think it was an amazing catch and very lucky, but he had to put, be there to put himself in that position. You know, he. I think he. I think he made a good play to get to the ball. Make sense? Yeah, Bayer, Where are you on this discussion? Um, well, I, I, I don't know if I'm where John was at 12:44 a.m. when he sent us the text that it was luck, pure luck. <laughs> 12.44 a.m. And I keep my phone on in case of emergencies. <laughs> Sorry, ding, Dad. Ding, ding, um, I, uh, I, I think I'm, I'm a bit in the middle on it. Me like, too. Like it's, yeah, right place, right time, but um, it was just a, it was a stab at it. But he did make an effort with that left arm to turn around and try to catch it. So I don't know if it is pure luck in that essence. Okay. Okay. Great, great highlight though. I oh, wish we saw more of those today, but we only have five games. <laughs> have five games. None going on right now. <laughs> no chance for just now. stabbing at balls in today's league game. Could things be even bigger and better for the NFL in the near future? Wait till you hear next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Let's get to the press. The press. Dan Byer, what do you got, my man? Doug, we start out with news from the NFL. Front office sports is quoting one NFL owner is saying the NFL's plan for expansion involves creating an international division with four teams in Europe. An unnamed NFL owner quoted as saying there's going to be an international division. Could be two years, could be five years, who knows? But at some point, it's coming. Hmm. How many teams in Europe? Four. So, so d- does everybody you think understand the financial windfall behind all of this stuff? Um, I'm not sure everybody does. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, the I think the, ex- the 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 expansion fees last time were like se- what? They're like 750 million or something like that. So one would think that new franchises will fetch over a billion dollars, right? So remember, that money is split up among the owners. And the way it also makes sense is when you have teams in Europe, you have a different TV window. So you'll wake up on Sunday mornings to games that are being played in the afternoons there. More Bigger TV window means they can bid that thing out and make more money. I mean, it's just an incredible search for money. I don't think it's that close. I think it's a, it takes a, it'll take a lot longer. But there's no question in my mind that that's got to be, you know, how many times we've heard the NBA for a long time, they wanted to do either a Mexico City team, you know, or find a way to do something overseas. Major League Baseball, they've kicked around those ideas. But football seems to be the one that makes the most sense. There's fewer games. It's still a show. It's still fresh, it's still new, and has the possibility. It would be fascinating to see if that actually would take, take, take hold of work. Because, again, you're talking at minimum $4 billion spread among the other owners. Then you have all the new TV money spread among everybody else. And the players would like it because even though there'd be intense travel to go and play games against that division, there would also be far more jobs, right? What is it? 50-some-odd jobs times four plus practice squad you're talking about 70 or so more jobs 280 to 300 new jobs in the nfl everybody wants it because everybody would get more money wouldn't you guys be concerned about the quality of play like the watchability of your sport if you're going to add four more teams if this past season uh was largely undigestible like there was a lot of bad football being played and then you increase it to f- four more teams and 200 more players that are average yes. to below average. Isn't, isn't the quality of play a concern in this? I know the owners will make billions. The players will make millions. But what about the fan experience? There, there aren't 32 good quarterbacks in the league. In this past year, we had like 67 quarterbacks play games. 
So now you got to find four more starters for those teams. Um, yeah, no, I think it would be a real issue. A real issue. Um, I think it'd be a real issue that they wouldn't actually care about because they'd be ma- they'd make so much more money. No, I, I I think that that's understood. But to Jason's point of when it actually does happen, oh yeah, you know, like like this the the product is watered down. Yeah, I mean, still maybe a lot of nine and eight, you know, around there. Uh, one source told Front Office Sports the uh, franchise fee could be three to five billion dollars. Wow. So, and if you're adding four teams or you would have a relocation fee for one or two teams if they moved, I don't know how they would, you know, end up doing it. But, yeah, that's that's how much would be added. But, yeah, it's definitely not two years down the line. I know that for sure. And it's probably not five years down the line. But it is interesting that the owners think that there is an international division. Hmm. Uh, interesting. Read a good piece in Golf Digest recently uh, about the future of Augusta National and the Masters and how the Augusta National Golf Club has plans that are set 20 and 30 and 40 years uh, down the line. So uh, kind of ties in a little to that. But speaking of the Masters, Doug, Tiger Woods has an officially announced that he is going to tee it up next week at Augusta National. However, there is a sign that he will be there and be competing as his media availability has been set for Tuesday at 11 o'clock Eastern time. So we're likely to see Tiger for the first time since he teed it up at Riviera in mid-February. Yeah, it's like, why would he do this? Why would he do this uh, media stuff if he wasn't going to play? Yep, correct. How do you think he'll play? I think he'll be fine. I think, you know, it's, again, limited field, only about, you know, 90 players or so, give or take. And he knows the course. Um, I would not be surprised. I expect him, actually, to make the cut. I would expect him to make the cut. I don't think that he would be in contention. Oh, I agree with all that. All of that. Uh, What else you got? Um, Purdue center Zach Eady named the AP College Basketball Player of the Year for the men's game. Here, here's a question, and this is like the Heisman Trophy question. What do you think about when we vote on this? I, I think part of the biggest reason we vote on it before conference tournament play even takes place or the NCAA tournament is not so we have to deal with recency bias. I think it's because that's how they've always done it. Because back when they first started voting for the AP, it, it was in the mail. And now you can do it from your phone. What do you think about including the entire season? Um, I'm actually against it, Doug, because I think it would be another reason why we lessen the value of the regular season. Mm, okay. So for just because a kid gets hot over two weeks or Purdue's guards couldn't shoot, shouldn't you know uh, hurt Zach Eady as much as we thought. Well, I still think he'd be player of the year. I mean, who else would be player of the year? Well, no, but you're but the. I, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I took your uh, your no, notion you're, you're, wrong. You're, but. No, you you took it right. I mean, I I, I understand that, that whole thing. I'm saying, you know, it's like um, I don't want to have the re- there, there's a way to do it. What if you did this? How about this, Dan? This is a, a, a again a, just a thought that crossed my mind today. What if you did a voting at different times during the year? Okay, where it had equal weight. So the idea is you don't, like, you vote Marquise Noel player of the year because you saw him play, but he didn't get votes earlier, so that, there's that weight against it, right? Where Zach Eady would have had national player of the year in the non-conference and in conference play, or maybe maybe would have been Trace Jackson Davis in, in conference play. And then, in remember, they won the Big Ten tournament, so, and he played very well. 
So he would have gotten votes there. What if he had four-part voting? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be. I I wouldn't be opposed. It could maybe also add some intrigue to the actual award. You know that that may get a college basketball Heisman sort of thing. Sure. You know, I mean, I know they give out the uh, there's the Naismith and the Wooden Award, and um, but yeah, to come up with an award like that, sure. I don't think Noel should get it though because uh, Kansas State knocked me out of my survivor pool, so they, <laughs> there, you go. there should be no honors given to them. Uh, finally, former Olympic and Paralympic athlete Oscar Pistorius denied parole. He'll remain in jail in South Africa in at least uh, at least another 16 months after he was convicted of killing his girlfriend in 2013. There was some question on when he'd actually be eligible for parole because of the appeals in the case, but he will be there at least until the summer of 2024. Wow. I mean, talk about a story that went a completely different direction after he was seen as a heroic figure. Did not see that one coming. And that is the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. So, look, t- tomorrow's obviously the Final Four, and and some of you take things the wrong way. When I say it won't be, it'll be poorly viewed, and it won't be a full arena, well, that doesn't mean I don't like it, but I, I can't speak for viewers. And viewers turn on a game, and they see San Diego State and Florida Atlantic, and they flip. That's just what they do. And, and you know, whereas, I mean, even the highest rated uh, finals game in the last 20 years was Duke-Butler. And people are like, well, it's got Butler. Yeah, it had Duke as well. San Diego State's very good. They're not Duke. All right, check out the In the Bonus pod. It's live now. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.